Options Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever faithful hosts, Joel McDonald. That is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyra Morrison. How are you doing, good sir? I'm doing quite well, Joel. All things considered. Yes. Well, I mean, absolutely. Um, yeah, we we were a bit quiet last week, and for good reason. Um, but if you, unless you've been living under like six rocks um you know what's going on right now in the world and yeah do your part i think is the best just do do what you can is the best thing we can say here um it really is just like educate yourself absolutely uh stamp stamp out and if if you see yeah call it out yep it's been it's been funny like even in little ways, just pulling people up at work wherever I can, just being like, whoa, come on, guys. Like, it's just, it's the little things we can do, because, yeah, like, it feels weird, like, keeping our voice onto onto everyone else's. Yeah. But at this point, like, it really doesn't feel like it can be said enough. That's it. Like, and, and, and like, we, we, we don't want to, we don't want to go on about it too much, and not because, like, we don't we don't want to brush it under the rug or anything like that by any means. It's It's more so that, like you said, we don't want to, just like you know have two more voices on top of of the noise there are other people out there that are 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 much better to listen to and much more appropriate to listen to so do that and yeah like you said yeah there's there's a lot of links that you can hit up to sort of read up Mm -hmm. and it goes like especially for like obviously a lot of it there's a lot of it coming from america but also the australian stuff like looking up a lot of the indigenous australia like just the issues they face and deal with and it's yeah it's a bit messed up right now yeah Uh, so it was uh, it was really hard to get excited about video games like the last couple of weeks. Yeah, well, I mean that, that's a that's a perfect lead into the 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 first thing we're going to talk about. But uh, I guess it's because uh, we're going to dope everything. I'm pretty sure the two things that we've got this, this week. Is, this is a very sp- this is not even Joel. You mentioned it before we started recording. This is actually an episode that I didn't think we get to do because this is very much like an E3 episode. It is yes. We're focusing on like one thing, but we will have a little preamble beforehand to do. Absolutely, in. which means I guess it's uh, time for us to head on over to the bonus round. Bonus round. The bonus round is, of course, uh, it used to be our question and answer segment, but it's now a sort of like you know. Uh, anything goes segment of the show where if we've got stuff that we just really want to talk about and focus in on that this is where we do it. So that's why we're here. Um, and like we were just mentioning, um, on top of everything that's going on in the world, uh, there are a lot of like fundraising efforts out there going to very important causes and things like that as well. Uh, one in particular that is, you know, related to, uh, I guess our podcast and, and, and what we are uh, into is, uh, the bundle for racial justice and equality over on itch.io. Um, uh, if you're not familiar with itch.io, it's a storefront. Uh, it's a digital game storefront for PC, um, mostly indies, and it's a, it's a little bit Wild West where, you know, uh, I think I read a quote from, like, like an article somewhere. I can't even remember where it was, but they described it and by saying that uh, the, the like, people behind the web, the, the, the storefront, uh, wanted to keep it deliberately scrappy. Like they didn't want it to be like a, you know, heavily curated thing. Uh, and it is a bit of a wild west thing. I've bought one or two things off there. 
um, Dicey Dungeons, which I've talked about on the show before I bought from there as well. Um, but they put this bundle up. Uh, when it went up, I think it had about 750... It was about that. Yeah, yeah. 750 games. Um, well, it's like games and other stuff. Yeah, so games, there's like um, resources to make your own games, and then there's also uh, like uh, tabletop RPG books and stuff like that as well, um, like independent tabletop RPGs. Um, Something some that I actually recognize that I've heard some people play before, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, and yeah, so it had some, you know, some pretty cool stuff in there. Currently, uh, I'm just looking at the count now. It is now sitting at uh, 1,637 items in this bundle. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And this bundle, <laughs> at the very, very least, which you should donate more if you if you, you are in a position oh, yeah. to do so, but the very, very least will set you back five US dollars. It's about eight bucks here. $8.50 or something. Um, and you're like, okay, cool. Yeah, there's a lot of games in there, but is it like quantity over quality? Not necessarily. Because um, if you, like, <laughs> anytime I look at this bundle, like, which I have since I bought it the other day, um, it's like something else pops out where I'm like, I think I've heard about that game. Oh, that game. Really? Oh, my God. Um, some things such as uh, Night in the Woods, Celeste, A Short Hike, um overland uh art school i've heard good things about night of the consumers is doing the rounds on a lot of youtube channels arcade spirits uh 2064 read only memories um yeah like the the list goes on and on and on and on and on cat lateral damage which i definitely have downloaded um i've got about at the moment i think i've got about 15 things downloaded um sort of sitting on my hard drive uh, i've di- i've dived into a few things on there um and yeah so this bundle is pretty pretty uh pretty neat um and i think when they first put the bundle up uh their goal because it had like it has like a goal meter because it's a fundraiser thing so they put up a goal bar saying this is our target we want to hit to try and raise money i think it was set to about five hundred thousand dollars which they blew past in like just no time whatsoever because this started spreading around on Twitter and social, uh, lots of social networking sites and forums and gaming news websites and all that sort of stuff. They then upped the goal to $3 million, which they then passed that. They then upped it to $5 million. And currently, as of recording, it's sitting at $5.4 million US dollars raised for um you know where where is it for they're donating to the NAACP legal defense and educational fund and the community bail fund 50 50 so half to each um yeah i just i this popped up um blessing adioye jr from kind of funny um tweeted about it and i was like okay and i'm a bit of a sucker for a bundle um and then when I saw what it was for and what was included at the time, I was like, well, it's a fucking no-brainer. Um, and so I chucked 20 US bucks towards it and was like, yep, let's do it. I, I, I'm i in. Um, it's, it's, it's insane. Like, this thing is mental. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully 
this episode goes up first because this uh this actually ends in three days 17 True. hours and 44 minutes precisely at this point i, but, uh, I didn't think of that when we decided to talk about that <laughs> shit if I'll, i mean i'll if you're listening to this i hopefully got this up immediately so <laughs> fingers crossed but uh, like it says like if you had any doubts besides the fact that it goes to a good cause mm-hmm. um like right here joel by 1637 items for five dollars obviously you can go higher mm-hmm. regularly nine thousand and eighty three dollars save 99 percent. That, that's like save 99 percent. fucking hell that's insane that is absolutely insane yeah it is um uh, but yeah great cause a great bundle it's it's fantastic um uh well i i'm i'm definitely gonna you know in coming episodes uh probably bring some stuff to the show talking about what we've been playing because i've i've you know, jumped into a few things. I played like an hour and a half of Runner Three last night, which is a game I've always wanted to check out, and it's real good. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I I've opened this list up a couple of times, and I'm scrolling, and I'm trying. I need to actually remember to mark stuff that I want to yep. play. But there's definitely there's definitely a few things in here I'm curious to check out. Overland sitting on the top is probably the one I'm yeah most likely to hit up first. But there's just heaps, just heaps. Overland definitely seems right up your alley, from what I can tell. Um. Yeah, definitely keen on checking that out. But like, I oh mean, like it's just, it's it's just like insane every time we scroll through. Like tonight we riot as well. Um, Nuclear Throne, yeah. man, I played so much Nuclear Throne on Vita. Like, because I think it was a plus game, and I I played the crap out of that game from um, Vlambia, Rami Ishmael as well. It's it's a good game. It's a real good game. Lots of real good games in there uh, for. Uh, insanely good cause um and yeah if if we, this episode's out and there's still time left and you haven't picked it up yet oh my god just do it just don't even think about it just do it, but it even if this episode comes out and it has ended and you're listening to it it obviously doesn't doesn't change the fact that a black lives Matter, absolutely and b there are other way there are other places to donate to other places you can check out um the most common link being thrown around is also here i guess i'll say it out here and know I'm sure you can find it easily enough, and that is Black Lives Mat Black Lives Matters card with two R's dot co. Yep. Just has heaps of helpful links on there, and yeah, absolutely. Just, um, again, there's a lot of re- a lot of good resources out there. A lot of people. It's been great. See, my Twitter feed has been a lot of amplification and just retweeting, which I've been trying to retweet all the useful stuff that I can see because really I'm just sort of learning. Yep. At this point. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, and yeah. that's that's. That's our role to do at the moment yes. is just to get educated. Um, but yeah, it's it's trying times at the moment. But uh, we had a, I guess a a little bit of light in the darkness. It seems even weird saying that, but I I, I can't even think of a better segue. But um, it, like I think in a weird way, it was kind of nice to have something to be excited for yeah yeah because it is it has been a, it's been a heavy like i mean it's been a heavy 2020 like the year's just been a gauntlet yes for, yep. for everyone really so uh it was nice to have something this friday to look forward mm, to absolutely um and that that thing to look forward to was uh the ps5 future of Ga- i can't remember what it was called like officially PlayStation Five reveal event basically. It was like future of future of gaming future of or gaming. something yeah. like that. Sony Sony's like coming out swinging. some kind of buzzwordy kind of thing. Um, 
But yeah, so we got a look at some some PS5 games, and then we also got a look at the PS. You say some, yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's lot. a lot. There's I think 28 games were featured. I think I read somewhere something like that. Yeah, it was. It's around. It's definitely around mm. that number. It's crazy. Uh, and we also got a look at the PS5 itself, which we'll get to that because um, <laughs> I'm sure w- there might be some opinions thrown around about that. You've seen the memes at this point. You've seen the that's memes. very true. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we thought we'd just run through it, give our impressions about what we thought, how it went, how it was, what we saw was, uh, affected us or anything like that. Um, weird start. Joel, you, you know, we've got to start. <laughs> weird start. So we got like, you know, the, the 3D montage of the PlayStation logo. And then we got like going through the history of PlayStation and all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, setting the scene nicely. Uh, and then cut to a black screen, and then we see the Rockstar logo, which now at this at this point there are so many great reactions you can find online yeah. of people watching this, and it it hits that black Rockstar logo, and it says everyone freaks yep. out. Yep, and then what immediately follows? Everyone's just like, oh, oh okay, yeah. Oh. It's I, I mean I was one of those people. I was like, fuck off, really? Are oh. you serious? <laughs> we doing this? Um, but yeah. But then we saw that GTA 5 and GTA Online coming to PS5 in something that is not really a huge surprise there because that no. game will not fucking die. Um, GTA 5 will live forever. Yeah, yeah. And if GTA 5 doesn't live forever, GTA Online will... Uh, there's gonna, they're going to get to a point where they'll just drop GTA 5. It's like, yeah, Dan, download the new, I mean, new iteration of GTA Online. They, I mean... They're not. They sort of are, though, aren't they? Like, do, isn't the point of this announcement that GTA Online will be available for free for PS Five? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Actually, hang on. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. For so PlayStation Plus. Something like that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's um. Right. Yeah. For the first three months after its launch in the second half of 2021. So yeah. Um. That sort of is a step in that direction because I mean I. Wouldn't be surprised. I guess but this is a future conversation. <laughs> Just like wondering how GTA 6 will work. Yeah. Like, with a new GTA Online, I don't know. But either way, GTA Online for GTA 5 is sticking around. Yep. Um, And so after after that sort of like slightly underwhelming opening note. I was, after that, I was grounded. I was yeah. like, okay. It's like 10 for your expectations. All right. Here we go. All right. What are we going to get? Uh, then we, uh, Jim Ryan. How much, how much do you think Rockstar paid to be the, like the oh, very first thing? So much. Like, just, just don't forget Sony's remind people that you, they will get GTA online for free. They probably paid like, just remind them. they probably paid like a week's revenue of GTA online, which is a fuckload. Yeah. Like that's so much money. Um, so much money they can afford to give like a million Rockstar bucks to to PS4 owners, isn't it? Yep. In the lead up, PS4 or mo- every month. Every month. Yeah, like they're like fuck it, like go nuts with, with that. With that kind of in-game currency, you can nearly play GTA Online. I know. That's why I was just like, let's go back and check out GTA Online again because like we had some fun with that. Too big. <laughs> too big. No, it was fun, too but it's too big. It's too big. We got a big game coming out next week. Um, oh god. Oh, big old boy, big old chunker, but. Uh, following on from that, Jim Ryan popped up and sort of did the uh, the CEO thing, talking about the, the like and, and confirming like Sony and Rockstar's partnership and how that would continue. It's pretty great. 
Um, and then sort of talking. And then we got to the games. We got to the games. All right. The and games. We kick things off. Uh, with like some like red electricity and like just like a shot of like a pair of arms and going up and like sort of slowly panning up and I'm like, what's this business? And then I saw some very distinct red lines and I was like, get fucked. Is that fucking Miles Morales? Uh, and sure enough, it's Miles Morales. So we are getting, it's important to preface this, we are getting some form of uh, Spider-Man content, um, to do with Miles Morales. Uh, like interviews seem to be vaguely wording it as an expansion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But things are vague. Like, I'll be honest. As soon as I saw this, I was immediately reminded of like, for example, like infamous first light. Yeah. Right. Infamous first light is a game that's set basically in the same location as second son. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Second son. Uh, it just tells a different story. Mm-hmm. And I honestly fully assume this will do a similar thing where it's set in, obviously it's still set in New York because it's Spider-Man. Exactly. Uh, but I assume the story will be all new, but I don't also think it'll be as long as no. Spider-Man. It's just sort of like a mid So my theory is from like, because I recently went back to it, like to Spider-Man um, from Insomniac Games and uh, was playing through some of the DLC. Um and, like, if you've played Spider-Man, like, during the main campaign, like, Spidey would get calls while he's swinging around the city. Peter would get calls while he's swinging around the city and stuff like that. Um, uh, Miles would call a couple of times and be like, hey, are we going to we gonna train today? Can we do some training? And then, like, one after that, which happened, like, a couple of missions after that was just like, oh, yeah, I'm really happy after that training session. Could we do another one? And, and Peter's like, oh, we got to work on this and stuff. So my theory is that it's going to take place at the same time as the DLC runs. Um, and that Miles is doing some stuff Maybe. off like that, that in my mind, I'm like, I could see that working. It might not be, but, um, yeah, once I saw that, th- those, those interviews come out, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, cause I did have my thoughts yeah. when it, when it got announced, I was like, surely it's been two years and I don't even think two years exactly. It's just under two years, I think since Spider-Man came it out, it came out September 2018 or something something like that. Yeah. Um and uh there, there's another reason why like you know Insomniac are very busy which we'll touch on again in a in a little bit as well. So they're busy with something else as well. So I was like okay, all right. Well, I this is going to be something smaller. But the fact of the matter is the trailer was dope, had great music in it. Got to see Miles flying around the city and he's sweet black and red Spidey I, suit. I really can't overstate how much I like its tag. Yes. I like the, the be greater. I was just like, oh, that's good. And yep. then be yourself. I was like, oh, that's even And like better. written in like the graffiti so, font. I'm like, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. My, th- my, th- I'm very excited. My theory is like, obviously like it was a big hit when, when Spider-Man came out, like the game came out and, and Miles was in it. And then, I mean, spoilers for the end of Spider-Man, like, whatever happens at the end of Spider-Man, if you've played it, you know what happens. Um, and, uh, like, I, I was like, okay, interesting. But I think all that aside, because Into the Spider-Verse came out after that, like, a few months later. And I think, like, that catapulted Miles into even a huge, like, a more mainstream stratosphere. So I think that... I love Spider-Verse. Oh, Spider-Verse. That's the tweet. That's it. 
Like that, I, lo- I love Spider. Yeah, I love Spider Verse. I, I, I love it too. I actually, like, I still think it's my, I think it's my favorite Spider Man movie. Still. I think it is mine too. I think it, it deserves to be like most people's favorites. Um, I'm actually, my son doesn't care. He's he's just gone eleven months and like he, he it, it's bright colors and flashing lights and stuff and and cool music like, uh, but but I was watching the trailer in tonight with him sitting on my lap for I was watching the trailer for this Miles Morales, um expansion or whatever you want to call it um and he was sort of like looking at the screen and i'm like you like spider-man i'm like i'm cool with that spider-man's cool um and i was like maybe do you want to watch spider-verse tomorrow and i was like yeah let's watch spider-verse tomorrow it's not for him it's for me because i want to watch spider-verse again so um but yeah i thought like it's sitting it's sitting there on amazon prime ready to oh watch. i've got the blu-ray man i've got the uhd too, blu-ray as well like i'm i'm same here same here. i'm gonna but just in case if you know if you don't i'm gonna boot up my xbox one and i'm gonna play it on that because i get that 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 4k up, upscaling so Woo! um good old uh one s yeah beautiful beautiful but um but yeah i like that came out after that which again like made miles morales even more of a household name so i think they were probably working on something like this already, oh, but I think once, maybe this would have. I think after, if you finish Spider Man, it's very clear that in the next one, Miles would play a big role. Of course, and with this being a stepping stone game, it does make me hope that when we get to Spider Man mm-hmm. Two, like things could be wild. By the oh point. yeah, we, like I mean, like if if, if we've got if we've got like a fully fleshed out Miles Morales coming into Spider Man Two, that's pretty exciting. I mean, and that could open the the door down the track to potential Spider-Verse, like not the movie Spider-Verse, but Maybe. like the idea yeah, yeah. of the Spider-Verse within Spider-Man lore and mythos. Let's get, let's get there first. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like oh, down the track, but um, not only that, it's coming holiday 2020. So I would say, because spoiler alert, we didn't get a release date for the PS4, a uh, PS5 um, or a price or anything like that. But it says holiday 2020 for this. I feel like this will be a launch you can buy the Spider-Man game that comes with Spider-Man, the three DLC packs from the City of Never Sleeps, and this Miles Morales expansion. I mean, that's that seems pretty, pretty logical. Could be wrong, but and if it's the case, that's a that's a good bundle. But yeah, otherwise, I could really all, I could also see them selling it like, like First Light when that came out came at a discounted price. Mm. So I'm very curious to see which direction they take. With yeah. It. And like you know, whether or not like if they start, if they're still making it and stuff like that, if they, if it goes down the same route as like, because remember, like Lost Legacy started off as Uncharted Four DLC, and they were like, oh yeah, this is gonna be a story DLC for Uncharted Four, and then down the tra- or we're doing story DLC for Uncharted Four, and then they were like, this is getting out of hand. We need to make this into its own thing, which was still smaller in scale, but compared to like a regular Uncharted game, but it was definitely meaty for what it was oh yeah there's a fair argument there that maybe it's the perfect length for that for that sort of that's game very true yes some people would say that um yeah no it's i think so I, I could potentially see something like that happening with this as well um and then pushing that that date back it just depends on what sony's what launched Again, I'm assuming that this is going to be a part of their launch lineup, but like, it's depending on what Sony's launch lineup is going to look like, um, and whether or not Sony are like cracking the whip, saying, "Hey, we need this for launch." Um, who knows? 
Who knows? We'll see. We don't. We don't even know when. We know the PS5 is coming later this year. That's yep. all Sony is willing to commit to. So I far. think they've said holiday 2020 as well. But one of the games was like fall 2020, so we'll see. Okay. All right. I mean, I think I think it, to be fair, I think it was the basketball one. Uh which which NBA? T- but but at the same time, like fall, like late nothing fall does fall close to holidays. Mm-hmm. Like if we're talking like late November. Yeah. Man, it's not impossible. Exactly. Um. And next up, we got a look at Gran Turismo 7. Look. And then moving mm. on. <laughs> I mean, look, it looks great. Like, and like the, uh, uh, if you're in that kind of stuff, which I, I love racing games, but Gran Turismo, it's even for me, is a little bit too much. But it, it's, um, I've dabbled and I do like it sometimes. Um, I have nothing against GT, right? It's it's funny because like, I think we everyone sort of expected to see Gran Turismo here yeah. because... It's it is a popular PlayStation franchise, and also just racing games look gorgeous. Oh yeah, yeah, they just look good. But, so but it's, obviously, it's going to be here to show it it's off. It's Polyphony's like attention to detail, like they're like, oh, the yeah. way the car moves and like how the suspension affects how the car, because it was all from like inside the cockpit, the cockpit, the driver's seat of the car. Um, ah, same thing. Yeah, it's close enough. Um. And so, like, just seeing how, like, the car moves and how it, 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 you could sort of, like, feel how it felt to drive that car just by looking at it, which is, which is pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll move on. Uh, we won't dwell on that too much. They, they, they definitely held on that menu for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They wanted to show that UI, which was okay. Um, it, it sure looked like UI. Yep. But yeah. <laughs> um, next up, we mentioned before that Insomniac were busy with another project. Uh I mean, we didn't really know that before this, but like we do now because there's a new Ratchet and Clank game coming out, brand new, built from the ground up for the PS5 Ratchet and Clank game. Uh, it's called Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Uh, it's gonna have ray tracing, Kyron. It's ray tracing enabled. Finally, yeah. Ray tracing RTX on. Yeah, RTX on. You can see those reflections like off off uh, off Clank's glistening metal dome. Um, yeah outstanding it's uh they focus on the fact as well because it, it involves with a title like rift apart um is uh gonna have like you know like time rifts and the trailer and gameplay sort of showed how that worked um so they focused on that because it was like oh with the power of the ps5 we can do this sort of stuff now and i was like all right cool and to be fair i think not to give away too much for us to presentation, that was one of the first times, and maybe one of the last times, I felt during this presentation that I was seeing what the PS5 can do. Like, being able to jump through those rifts yep. seamlessly yep. is impressive. Yeah, like, and it's cool, like, using them as, like, a gameplay mechanic as well to sort of essentially teleport yeah. around the map as well. Um, yeah, it looks pretty cool. I mean, I've never really been in a Ratchet and Clank to Ratchet and Clank games, but, like... They're fun. Like I played yeah. the remake that came out on PS4, and it was very, it was fun. Yeah, I, it was a fun little little time to spend. Time. I dabbled with it a little bit, but I think so, it was around the time something else was coming out, and then that came out, and I got sidetracked. But um, that happens. Yeah. <clears throat> I I think yeah, this looks pretty neat, and like it's good to see Ratchet and Clank getting some love because there is obviously a fan base for it out there as well. And I think that some, I mean, I don't want to subscribe to this and say that they're right but there may have been some concern once spider-man was such a hit that maybe ratchet would take a back seat mm-hmm. now, even though sony has now acquired insomniac yeah but uh 
it wasn't Dave. It was. It, I, just, I had to just quickly check myself. I'm like, it wasn't Somniac very quiet. Oh yeah, right? yeah, no, definitely was. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I had no date or anything on that or anything like that. But I mean, that 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 as a vertical slice, that looked pretty feature complete. Like, so it was very. Yeah, it looked very. Who cool. knows? Um, next up, Luminous Productions. Um, in partnership oh, with baby. with uh, save a name, Joel. With uh, yeah, with Square Enix. With Square Enix, yeah. Um, I was like, what? Wait, is this something I'm I'm gonna have trouble pronouncing? No, just That's you just Square wanted me to say Square Enix. Um, Square Enix. Yeah, so we're here. So Square Enix, we're here. Uh, with not what you think they you they would have brought, but that's a topic for another day. Uh, they brought Project Athea. So. Listed here on this uh, Kotaku article as a third-person action-adventure featuring a protagonist capable of manipulating the elements to some degree. I I, I went back and... Is that all you got, Joel? That's... Yeah. Okay, cool. Did you see what I retweeted on Twitter then? I, have you been on Twitter? I have not. Okay. I'm glad, I'm glad I get to be the one to tell okay. you this. Okay, all right, okay. I'm am su- surprised you missed this because I was just like I was a bit confused. Obviously, I was excited because I love Square Enix, even though they, they haven't been perfect. But every time they announce a new thing, I'm like, cool, I'm yeah, here, I'm listening. Of so Project Athea, it's got a it's got a cracked. Uh, to, in the words of a per- this person who tweeted this, it's put together by a crack team of A list writers. Okay, and the person who wrote this tweet and who is one of the writers on it is one Gary Witter. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, I am. I am. <laughs> so he he tweeted here, which was this was earlier today, just after the presentation. Uh, really proud to reveal that I led a crack team of A-list writers from the worlds of t- film, TV, games, and fantasy literature, who helped create this immense new universe for Square Enix. Can't wait for you to see and learn more. Stay tuned. Awesome. So yeah. I saw he was sort of like tweeting some stuff earlier this week, like throughout the week. Um, like, and I think it was something to do with the the PS Five. Um. Yeah, so there you go. Cool, okay, all right, all right. I'll go. And, like, we can basically move on because we don't know much about the game nah, besides there was, that, but yeah. that's that's enough to put it... I mean, obviously, Square Enix puts it on my radar, but also Gary Witter puts it double on my radar. Yeah, um, 100%, for sure. I mean, if, if you're not familiar with Gary Witter, um, a semi-permanent, like, like a part-timer on, uh, on Kind of Funny... Kind of funny games in particular. Famous host of Animal Crossing talk Animal show. Cro- uh, ta- um, Animal Talking, I think it's called. Animal to- yeah. something like that. Animal yeah. Talking with Gary Witter. He's uh um, which I don't think we've talked about on the show either. But like, yeah, he's doing. No, we haven't. He's had guests that I'm just still shocked by. He has Danny Trejo doing a regular segment now. Danny on his show. It's he's he's machete. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> what the, what is this? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Is there no limit to the to the wholesomeness of Animal it's, Crossing? It's, That's what I have to ask. It's you. so funny because like I watch Gary Witter on on uh, on kind of funny. He's obviously known for um as well for the, one of the writers on Rogue One as well. Um, Love that movie. It's a good movie. Uh, and also uh, Book of Eli wasn't too crash hot on Book of Eli. May need to revisit it. Um, it's been a long time. Since yeah, I've me that. too. But uh, yeah, so he has um. This I, I I'm used to seeing him on kind of funny games daily on Widow Wednesdays, um, and he's he, he just gives off the impression of just like old man yells at cloud and like I love him for it. Yeah, he does. I love him for it, and sometimes I disagree with him, but that's fine. 
that's life. You can disagree with people. Um, it's okay to exactly. Disagree. They uh, he. I'm used to seeing him on that. So seeing, I kind of underestimate how kind of influential he is and like the connections that he has. I mean, he helped Greg Greg Miller like fulfill a lifelong right, dream of like co-writing a fucking comic book, like as a Joker collection that just came out this weekend. And yeah, Greg and Gary co-wrote a, a story in it. Um, and I'm like, kind of want to read that because Greg has some cool ideas. But um, yeah, it's just I, I always underestimate the power of Gary Bitter. That's it's pretty cool. I love that we spent more time talking. He's a, he's a very powerful yeah, man. Yeah, I love that we spent more time talking about Gary Witter than the project that he's working on. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, we know more about Gary Witter than we do about That's this That's very game. true. Yeah, that is very true. Yeah, uh, I have much more of a knowledge on that. Moving on. Uh, all, I can, all, all I can tell you is that when I, when I saw the name Luminous Productions, I was immediately reminded of that agony... Agnes Philosophy tech demo, which was back when Square was using the Luminous Engine, which oh. then they changed, and then they used Unreal Engine. So I, I, that's my knowledge of Luminous. I assume it's just like a nod that it's now a production studio's name. Uh, yeah. yeah. Either way, that's that's the like like I mean it when I say we know more about Gary Wood than this it, game. Yeah, I mean absolutely. There's gameplay. The female character in it looks cool. Yeah. And it looks nice, and that's that's it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so we that's, got. Uh, that's it. Uh, so moving on next, we got to see something from uh, like we saw the Annapurna, uh, Annapurna interactive logo, which I was like, okay, I'm listening. It's pretty good. They do some cool stuff, uh, and we got to see like a basically like a post apocalyptic future, essentially, um, where like it's very apparent that humans don't exist anymore, and it, it's all just <laughs> AI robots. Uh, it's pretty obvious by just saying like "R.I.P. Humans." I think it says on the wall in graffiti. Um, but it it remind it reminded me of a specific. I can't remember which episode. There's an episode of um, Love Death Robots that was similar to this. Oh, okay. I still haven't like, watched that. I, yeah, I, it's like it's hit and miss. It's 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 good and bad. There's, so there's like good and bad episodes in that. But um, I this was very familiar to that, which isn't a bad thing because it's a, an interesting idea. I remember seeing this pop up on like a like. One of those crap Facebook gaming fucking clickbait things. It was like, you won't believe this video game. And it was just so, I, I saw a cat and I was like, I don't watch this. Um, is it, was this someone for cat with a little backpack? Yeah. 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 This is, this is the best one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the best cat. Yeah, absolutely. So um, basically, yeah, there's like, we see like various scenes of like robots sort of going about their daily lives sort of very human like one looking like they're getting a haircut but they're getting like new things screwed into the hair i'm like that's a cool idea i yeah. like that um yeah. but all the while like it there's there's like this cat with a little backpack running around sort of through the scenes um and yeah sort of finishes with a, a, a shot on this very cute cat the cute little meow from it uh and the game's called stray L- love the logo treatment yeah. as well looks we don't know much about this game either. yeah no nothing i like absolutely nothing apart from the fact that i think i remember hearing that like it's you you sort of experience a story through the eyes of a cat so you sort of you're like an uh you're impartial to like what's going on in the story you, you don't have too much of an impact on it so you just sort of like watching this narrative run out i don't know it could be different now but yeah i'm definitely keen to keep my eye on that one for sure. Uh, 
Following that, we got to see that you know they showed off the dual sense again, the new controller. It's real. It's hard, right? Because I get what they were showing, but also, and I know it's impossible, but I kind of need to hold it. Otherwise, it's just like I know that you're describing haptic feedback, mm. but also shrug of the shoulders. Yeah, it's like, cool. It's it's like HD Rumble when they spend so much time talking about that, and then yeah. you, you're like, oh "What the God. fuck is this shit?" And then you get it, and you're like, "Oh, okay, this is really cool. Actually, like yeah. this makes sense." Except you're like, "Oh, okay, cool," and then you never think about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. You just you get accustomed to it until like until occasionally like you're playing a Switch in handheld, you're like, "Man, this this vi- like this vibration's really obnoxious." Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can turn that down. I notice that when I go from like I go from the Switch to back to a PS4 controller, and I just just like. And oh, you're just yeah. like, whoa, this rumble is just on and off. Like there is no there <laughs> yeah. is no and I guess that's probably what's gonna happen with this this dual sense, but oh yeah. Um which I need to go back and watch I need to go back and watch some of the like the some of the presentation with headphones on because they they said they were doing some cool stuff with audio in it, didn't they? And they did recommend to watch it with headphones, mm. yeah. I mean I watched it with okay. headphones, but not not like the best headphones, and I didn't really notice anything, but also it was six in the morning and I was kind of half asleep for the first half of this thing so and, and it was early and i hadn't had coffee. you were still punched in the face by the fact there's some sort of miles morales content rolling around that's gonna happen i was still punched in the face by the fact that i can play gta 5 on my ps yeah i mean like that's that's the headline isn't it that's it um cool next game we got to see was from housemark which is interesting housemark who up until recently known for like arcadey kind of um shooting games in some way shape or form whether it be top-down platformy side-scrolling shmup i mean it's um i i wouldn't rule this out of fitting into that category it just seems like it's got a bit of a i mean i'm sure their games have decent budgets but this one just looks like the production values are a bit high yeah i i mean i think house marker on sony's bankroll now i think don't don't fact check me oh or don't fact check me um <laughs> Joel's calling for the oh, fact check. Whoops. Um. Yeah. So they, like, I think in the last year or two, they they put out a statement saying that they're basically not going to be making games like that anymore. Oh, that's right. They did say that. I completely yeah. Forgot. So they were like, we're doing, we're going to try something else. And they tried, like, I think there was like an online shooter that I think got cancelled, or like they sort of just let it go. Um. But we get to see what their new game is, and it's a game called. Returnal. Returnal. Cool name. Returnal. Really? I like it. I think it's a cool name. All right. Okay. Returnal. All right. I mean, I'm not here to stamp on that for you. You can have that. I, I, I mean, I'm not in love with it. I'm just like, fucking genius. Like, it's... I'm like, it's it's it's, it's, it's interesting. Uh, it got my attention. Um, Yeah, it's just basically like a, a... A space explorer sort of like... Reliving her last moment one of two games in yeah this presentation I, that have like a loop function i just realized that there is a there's a, a link between those um but yeah like she gets infected by something she's shooting a whole bunch of stuff got a cool spacesuit on i'm loving the fact that like spacesuit designs more recently have been really cool they're like awesome like kind of like like neo-noir sci-fi it's great cool shit um someone was talking about it on kind of funny the other day and i was like you know what yeah i thought yeah it's cool shit out there um 
But yeah, I'm interested. I Housemark do good stuff. Um, the stuff I've played of theirs has been really good. So they're 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 of a high quality, I would say. Next up was uh we saw someone who I didn't expect to see sort of ever again. Um If you had asked me before this show, right? If you gave me if you set them like two options in front of me and you were like, who who do you think you'll see in the show first? Sackboy or Knack? Mm-hmm. I probably would have said yeah, Knack. Yeah, I would have too. And it turns out the answer, like technically Knack was in the, the uh, opening in like the montage, yeah. but proper, proper, like he was nowhere to be seen and we got Sackboy. We did, yes. Sackboy is getting his own game. Sackboy, a big adventure. Um, It just looks like a 3D platformer game. Like, Yeah, yeah. It's a 3D platformer with like, it looks like four players. I was... I was saying, yeah, is it like four player co- up to four player co op? I think, but I was saying to my wife before when I was showing her some of the trailers, um, and I showed her this one, and I was just like, oh yeah, cool. And I was like, this would be more impressive if we didn't have things like Yoshi's Crafted World and Yoshi's Woolly World, because it just it just sort of looks um, like that, and I'm like, ah, okay, sure. Um, I, Sumo did. I feel sorry for Sackboy, yeah. right? Like mm. now that. Never Media Molecules moved on to Dreams, mm-hmm. onto Greener Pastures. Like, obviously his original intent doesn't really matter anymore. No. Like, being like, hey, it's a little big planet where you make your own stages. And they're like, oh, make your own games over here. Like, why stop and at stages? And that's it. And, and, like, so... Sony desperately wanted, like, Sackboy to be, like, one of the faces of, like, the mascots of of PlayStation. And it just didn't. It happened for, like, I fi- a year or two. And that was about it. Only because they were yeah, forcing exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. It was like, okay, I guess I like Sackboy, yeah. Which, I mean, I do. I like Sackboy. He's cute. I tried playing Little Big Planet. It's its style of platformer didn't no, work for which, me. No, which uh, is curious about how this is going to play as well. But, I mean... I mean, it, it looks pretty safe. From, again, it's hard to tell without playing it, but, but nothing in it seems like mechanically or, like, shocking. Thank you. It just looks like, it looks like a pretty stable, safe 3D platformer. You can play with yep. your friends, nothing to worry Thank about. Thank you. That was the word I was looking for, is safe. Yeah, that's that's yeah. definitely how I would like, describe it as well. Not not to downplay it, because Summer Digital are a studio of many, 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 many talents. So it could be great, but it's just, watching that trailer was just sort of like, okay, cool. They're, they're, take, they're having a go at giving Sackboy his own stuff, his own series of stuff. Yeah, I mean, which is interesting. Yeah, it's a start. Like, you know, it'd be cool to see him do like a, like a, Sackboy Mario Party S game where you can like make your own version of Sackboy and have that as your character. I know I'm just spitballing here, but that'd be kind of fun. They tried kart racing and that mm, that did not work. Um, Sorry, Mod Nation Racing. Oh, there was Little Big Planet. There was Little Big Planet karting as I well. Know. That that's why yeah, I was saying uh, Sorry, Mod yeah. Nation Racer. <laughs> Fuck me. Because Mod Nation was just like, hey, make your own kart tracks, and then Sony was just like, ah, we got we got Sackboy go karting now. Sorry. <laughs> yep oh, okay um but i thought we were the cart game where you made tracks yeah <laughs> speaking of making tracks uh leading to our next game that we saw uh it's a game called destruction all stars and i am 100 percent in on this i i love it uh it looks like a mix between like overwatch and rocket league with a dash of like with a heavy splash of de- destruction derby and i am in it is like a vehicular car combat game um, it looks like you can get out of your car or you get knocked out of your car and you've got to like run around the arena and avoid cars as well. Um, I, 
it was bright and colorful. It had a really great like song that was playing and it was flashy. It had cars and crashing. And I was like, yes, okay, you got me. You got me. I mean, it had a great pun. Like the arena that they were fighting in was called the London, uh, thundered, uh, L- London Thunderground, um, which I thought was hilarious. Um, cause I like bad jokes. I was trying to look up cause it was by, um, it's being made by Lucid, isn't it? Lucid Games. Yes. Which they're ex-Bizarre Creations. Bizarre Bizarre Creations, yeah. Yes. Who made uh, Blur for the PS3 and also worked on uh, a lot of uh, Project Gotham Racing as well for Xbox. Um, Geometry Wars. uh, Yeah, Geometry Wars. Oh, man. James Bond 007 Bloodstone. Remaster that game. I I never played that. Okay. It was cool. It It wasn't a great game, but it was cool. Yeah, as far as like licensed video games as, go, as far like, as like even just James Bond games go, yeah, I didn't, I didn't hate it. Cool, that's a that's a glowing uh, recommendation. There's a, there's a lot of bad Bond games. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, it's, it's by, uh some some uh, of those guys, and um, yeah, I'm definitely into this. Um, I I have a feeling it's just going to be like an online only sort of like multiplayer game. Uh, if it has like a career mode as well, I'm like 150 percent in on this. Um, I, we've, I think we've talked just before in the show about like, like vehicular combat games should come back. To this comeback. day, I miss Vigilante 8. Yep. Yep. Get on, it's get like, on that. At least like once a week, I, I just, I just think about Vigilante 8. I just miss it. <laughs> I just, yeah. I just like, you know, there's nothing like, there's nothing more satisfying than driving a car into another car and watching it explode. Like it's. It's also, and then you not exploding, and you're like, I survived that. I am the greatest. Like it's, it's just fun. It's a good instant like gratification feedback. It's love that shit. So, yeah, I that's why I'm because I'm keen for this sort of thing. And considering like arcade races are a bit shit nowadays for the most part, um, I need something else to fill that gap. I mean, there's not many of them, I guess. (laughs) That's what I mean. Like, and most of them are bad. But that's not fair. They're not bad, I guess. Some of them are bad. Uh, next up was an interesting one. Uh, Kina, Bridge of Spirits. What are your thoughts on this one, Kyron? So, I mean, immediately when I was watching this, like, we had a brief introduction from um, Mike and Josh Greer over at Ember Lab, mm-hmm. and uh, none of that had registered with me. I was just like, oh, cool. I have these guys, I've never heard of them. Let's watch this trail for their cool game, which looks amazing. Like, it looks gorgeous. Yes. They came from a background in, like, animation and filmmaking. Yeah, I remember saying uh, saying to you as well while because we were talking, obviously like uh, like messaging each other while we were watching this this morning. And I remember saying I was like, "This looks like a playable Pixar film." Like, um, and yeah, when you find out their backgrounds, you're like, "Of course it does." Yeah, it's like okay, that so, makes sense. It looks gorgeous. It's set in like we see lots of like lush forests, and there's these cute little black things. That, as this article and a, a, a friend of mine were pointing out, very rightly so, look very Studio Ghibli esque. These little black adorable things. Yeah, they look like the sort of sprites. They seem to yeah. behave like I know people have compared it to Overlord, but I haven't played Overlord, so I just think of Pikmin. Yeah, that you, was you my seem first. Seem to be thought. able to, to like herd and corral them into doing tasks and stuff. Uh, but and yeah, the gameplay looks fun. There's hacking, there's slashing. There's like a cool little like light arrow she makes with her staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, some platforming and stuff. Like looks like a cool little game. And I was at the, the presentation continued on. It wasn't really until afterwards where I was sort of digging through, you know after the thing's done, you're doing some extra info, uh, research and stuff. Uh, I actually had watched an Ember Lab thing a while ago. In fact, many people had. 
Mm-hmm. They, they did the uh, Majora's Mask Terrible Fate short film, which is like a four minute 40 CG video set in Majora's Mask. Absolutely recommend looking it up. It's, it's awesome. Really good. Yeah, it's really uh, cool. And also the person who did the music for that is a guy called Theophany. I think I pronounced that right. Who's done a lot of cool remix albums and stuff, and he is handling Sweet. the music for this game. So really, it's cool. just a win in my book. <laughs> yeah, no, it looks, it definitely looks really cool. Um, it was a game that just kept on giving, and I was just like, okay, cool, excellent, yeah. uh, sign me up. And I mean, if it had just like been a really good trailer, I would, just, I was already just oh, yeah. like, this is a cool game. But then, yeah, finding out like who was behind some of it, I was like, mm, all right, very cool, okay. Um, speaking of like weird left field sort of things that I'm kind of into. Uh, next thing we saw was a, a game called Goodbye Volcano High. Um, and it was like this really cool, like borderline anime kind of, this seems like, like it looks like a, not necessarily a visual novel. I would say it's more like a, I was getting heavy Night in the Woods vibes of this. Yeah. Um, I can, I in mean, terms of its content. Yeah. So content, I can definitely see those vibes and where you would get them yeah. from. Um, it's basically like, yeah. A bunch of like what look like dinosaurs, which I have yeah, a theory. They, they on look this. like dinosaur people. Yeah, they look like dinosaur people. Uh, they go to a school called Volcano High, uh, and the name of the game is called Goodbye Volcano High. And the I mean, logo treatment. I think we all yeah. know where this is going. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I'm curious, like, because the logo treatment has like a comment going through it as well. I'm like, I'm I'm curious to see if this is going to be like, sort of like comparing like leaving high school is like the end of the world. Cause it does say like, it, it's the end of an era. Um, I think is the tagline for the game. Um, and it's by, I think co-op studios who it's, it's spelled K O O P. Um, yeah, I want to know more about this game. I, that it definitely got my interest. I was like, okay, this looks really cool. Um, I'm very much into this sort of thing. And like that, the the animation style was nothing like it just looked different to anything i'd sort of seen like up to this point in this presentation i was like okay definitely want to check this out yeah i mean we can touch on this later but yeah this presentation and this game in particular just so much variety and it Mm -hmm. really helped yeah like just like throwing in this sort of like dinosaur teenager uh like coming of age story from what I can tell, um, in the middle there. Interesting. Uh, next up, we saw uh, uh, Lord Lanning, who the creator of the Old World series, to introduce Odd World Soulstorm. So Tell you what, his, ne- his introduction was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Just, just I, the way he was yeah. talking about, like, oh, these wacky deaths. I'm like, this, this is horrifying, mate. I played Odd World a bit when I was a kid, and it was traumatizing. <laughs> Yeah, and like I don't know, I don't know. I just I'm not a huge fan of Lord Lanning or the Odd World series, to be honest. I've, it's never really been a series that I've been fond of, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, there are parts of this trailer I was like interesting, like the end part as well, where it's like finding his voice and like cutting the ties of like Abe cutting the oh, ties yeah. in his mouth. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. I'd like to see where that goes, but I'm not invested enough to really care. Um. And yeah, for the fact that like, yeah, his intro and then the trailer was like this very dark sort of looking story uh, and, and, and setting. And I was like, isn't this a game where there's a button, like a specific button that's tied to farting? Like, I, 
I, I'm mixed messages here. Anyway, I mean, the Old World series has had many iterations with, like, yeah, the Munch's Odyssey and um, Stranger's Wrath. Stranger's right. Wrath is the one that I'm most interested in. That's the shooter one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It looks cool. And, like, you, you, like, get bees and use them as weapons, I think. Like, use them as, like, ammo for your guns. Yeah. I know. It's like a, whole... a bounty hunter or something. It's on Switch. I've yeah, looked at it a couple of times on special and gone, maybe one day. Yeah, I've done that as well. It's like, maybe I should just put it in my wish list. Maybe I'll play that. Do it. Um, just add, add everything to your wish list. It makes, because that way, whenever a sale starts, like, there's been there gonna... two massive ones last week. I was just like, okay, to the wish list. <laughs> I don't want to talk about eShop sales because there's a game I want to buy right now and I can't afford it. And it makes me sad. So, <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, Tango Gameworks, Kyron. We get a look at Ghostwire Tokyo. This, if I had to pick a thing in this presentation that surprised me the most, I think this would be the, the, the front one, honestly, because I don't know what I imagined Ghostwire Tokyo would be, but it wasn't what we saw. Yeah, I like, I would agree. I, I like that first trailer for it, like that the original trailer for it, like sort of painted a different picture to what we got. Not that it's a bad thing. I just think it's like, okay, expecting one thing and, and maybe got something else. But yeah, uh, it's a. I know, first... I know that she is no longer with uh, Tango, but shout out to Ikumi Nakamura. Yes. Oh. Shout out. Bless her. She's so wonderful. So uh, yeah, so it's, it's in first person. Um, and it's a lot of like throwing around spells and throwing people in the walls and but like very specific like like the hand motions are really deliberate and cool yeah like with like when there's the part where he's like opening the gate i was like that's really cool like and like full on a couple of the hand motions i got super naruto vibes from it and i was just oh, like yeah okay yeah yeah it's like yeah so and like there's definitely a lot of like weird shit in this trailer oh yeah there's there's still weird weird stuff but um, uh, it just made me want to. I it even though there's all this weird shit in it, it still just made me want to go back to Japan. I was just like, oh god, oh man, I walk down some of these like like alleyways like this. God, it makes me miss it. Um, but yeah, imagine if you went back there, just full of like weird freaks and ghosts. I'd still be in Japan though. Like it's still like <laughs> kind of a win. I'm like glad we found your threshold. Like, how far are you willing to go for when it comes to being scared? Japan, it is. Uh, hey, oh, can, I, I was, can I recommend? I was, can I recommend Project Zero to you? Uh, mm, see, I see. I talking about being scared in Japan. I was at Universal Studios for Halloween Horror Nights, and it was fucking terrifying. It was awful. Oh, I mean, it wasn't all. I, I thought it was awful. People were having a lot of fun, and that's great. But for me, I was like, I. For someone who loves theme parks so much, I have never wanted to get out of a theme park quicker than I did that night. Um, something about being chased with a fucking chainsaw through the streets of a theme park. No, thank you. Uh, but yeah, Ghostwire Tokyo, due out sometime 2021. And speaking of surprises, a surprise appearance by a developer I haven't heard from in a long while, uh, Super Brothers. Uh, most known for Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery EP. Back in the old, uh, the early days of the App Store, it was one of the first games I think I played on a mobile phone. Mm-hmm. It's really very cool. good, really cool. It's very good, very killer very cool. soundtrack. But I, I get that's also yeah. what it predominantly was as well. Like it was a game, <laughs> but it was yeah. a soundtrack game. 
And it was like, we hadn't really seen many of those since then. There's been a few, like, I mean, like Sayonara Wild Hearts as well yeah. fits into that category. So it's, yeah. Um, but yeah, Super Brothers and Pine Scented um, had this sort of like weird, I, how would you describe this? The game's called Jet the Far Shore. Yep. Um, <laughs> like... It looks, it looked weird. Looked like, you know, uh, like humanity going to space and then, yeah. I, I mean, it, it's, whatever it is, expected to be heavily reliant on music, I guess. It, it, yeah. It well, really does seem one of those games, because we can't, it's hard to talk about the music, like, just go and watch, this is literally, go and watch the trailer. Well, if you want an indication of the music, um, I believe this is the game that the music is going to be by Scientific. Um, at the end of the trailer, I think it says like, sound says like sounds by scientific. So I was like, cool. Uh, and if you're not familiar with scientific's work, uh, they are involved heavily in oxen free. I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. it was oxen free. I think it's oxen free. Oh. That's the name that sticks in my mind when I think of scientific, because I'm pretty sure I followed. I I, I like, um, like saved that playlist from oxen free on Spotify. Um, and I think it's like by scientific. So, um, that's scientific with all the vowels taken out of it as well. It is stylized. You are correct. I, I was just like, I'm going to double check, but you are correct. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was, I, I thought it was, uh, they a were, they were also re- involved in after party as well. Yes. Yeah. Oh man. That's still music the, the, best, the best pause, pause, the phone music. One of the, either the pause oh, music or the phone music was so good. Yeah, man. Just the music in that game is really great. Yeah. Um, Next up, we're going to look at Godfall. Hey, I just um, want to say uh, special congratulations. And I, I don't like to be mean, but congratulations, Gearbox. Like, this game looks pretty boring. Yeah. I think it's yeah. sort of a known quantity, and that's fine. Like, someone's got to be that next-gen game, the first one to be that game, but yeah. Yeah. In a world where something like Mortal Shell exists, like... <laughs> that looks like a better version of what Godfall's trying to be. Mm. It just at if you like quickly glance at both of them, it's just like that one looks better. Like well, that one looks more engaging. The way they pitch um, Godfall is it seems like it's gonna be like a hack and slash game, right? It seems like it's gonna be a sort of a yeah. third person Diablo esque sort of experience. And that's fine. They're fun. But yeah, the trailer just didn't do much for me. Weird tone by having like a sort of like a R and B hip hop kind of track over it i'm like okay all right thus far gold godfall has had zero luck sort of wowing me so yeah yeah for, for the first game announced for the ps5 it was like all right cool like <laughs> uh this next one i didn't realize who this game was by i need to go back and watch this trailer oh, again didn't now you know? Cause I, I, no because so, I, I realized so i realized now why i i missed the start could, of this trailer when you see when you see heart machine you yeah, should, no, you see, that's know. what I mean. I missed the start of this oh, trailer, okay. so I didn't see Heart Machine because my son woke up at yeah. that point, so hey, I went and got him out of bed. Fair. That makes sense. Um, yeah, fucking Heart Machine. Okay, I need to go back and watch the trailer for Solar this, Ashmore. Again, we don't know much about this, but this is by the guys who made Hyperlight Drifter, and it yeah. looks gorgeous. The colors are I interesting. Mean, the visual style is interesting. This sounds like tick 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 from Heart Machine because Hyperlight Drifter ticks all those boxes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Um, God, that game is good. Coming out in twenty twenty one. So yeah. 
But yeah, the, the solar entire, ash. The entire like, apart from the fact that the visuals, it's like a full three D game now by the looks of it. Mm. A lot of the rest of it sort of reminded me of Hyperlight Drifter. So yeah, yeah, I did have a, th- a thought of that, but I, again, my son had just woken up, so I was so, sort of tending. That's to so him. funny to me. I was wondering why you weren't more excited about Soul. I was like, do I? He knows, right? Yeah. Okay. I, as soon as we finish recording today, I'm going to go watch that trailer actually properly. And but okay, all right, absorb it a bit more, a, a little bit better. Um, next up, I didn't expect to see this. This was a bit of a left field thing. I, I maybe I haven't been paying attention to it as much, but. Um, IO Interactive, sort of the uh, uh, sprung forth of the trailer for the conclusion to the modern Hitman trilogy. That's interesting. The Hitman 3. Mm. Only death awaits. Yeah. That's a tag. The death. tag is only death awaits. And... Get a like a bit of a rogue agent vibe from it. I mean, I feel like he's been rogue um, before. <laughs> but I mean, he has. Like, he I... flip-flop slides and has, like, moments of, like, his moral compass sort of like kicks in a little bit more than it probably should. You know, 47's I, like that. I never played Hitman 2, but I heard good things. Yeah. Uh, I did play a bit of yeah. Hitman 1 and it was really cool. Definitely. I remember it was Absolution before that, that I didn't really enjoy. But Hitman mm. 1 seemed very cool. And I always meant to get to 2. And I guess now that 3 is coming out, it's probably time to start really considering action on that front. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's interesting they're sort of calling it the end of this trilogy because it it always sort of felt like it was from what very little I've played it always felt like it was leading towards something like this like like a a, a conclusion I guess interestingly as well like if nothing else I'm happy they they are going to finish the trilogy because I remember yeah. that I had to buy the Hitman IP back well they had to get it back for oh, Square yeah. Enix when they were when they separated. So yeah, like I'm just glad they get to end this story. They're telling on their own terms. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, very, very cool. But uh, yeah, no date or anything like that. Just oh, well, I mean, January, 2021 is what we've got. Oh, so it was. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't remember seeing that. I was like, January that's going to be my birthday. Um, next up, got to look at some, uh, some Astrobot action. Uh, a new game for for the titular Astrobot from Astrobot. I think it's built uh, in. The VR. It? it is. This is built into PS Five. Um, and yeah, so Astrobot, the like critical darling VR game that apparently is like a must play in VR. Well, you can only play it in VR, but it's like a must play for PS VR owners. Um, I haven't got around to it yet. I really should. It's really cheap for days of play. I should have picked it up. Um. But yeah, so that's uh, he's getting a, like a little third-person adventure game called Astro's Playroom. I can't imagine this being very neaty if it's being built in. I assume it's, it's going to be either. even even so much so to, to sort of show what the dual sense and stuff can do. Like, I yeah. won't be surprised if that's largely the function it serves because I know there mm-hmm. was a playroom feature on PS4. I never used it, but it was there. No, nah, me neither. Yeah, I think it yeah, relied on having the camera, but yeah, it was there. Yeah. Yeah, it was certainly there. Um, yeah. Uh, following that, we got to look at Little Devil Inside. Um, what did you make of this card? Because I was, it was confusing at first. Yeah. But once I saw the combat, it started to feel, I was like, okay, so 
you're sort of a Souls game, I guess. Souls, yeah, Monster Hunter ish sort of. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, Monster Hunter was the thing that popped into my mind. Um, the the thing that sort of intrigues me because this is all like cut between shots of like an old man just living a very mundane life. Um, and I think there was a shot of like the like the the main adventurer character like going into the the room and dumping something on the floor of the old man but like i also got the feeling that like is the old man the adventurer like is it is this like him reliving his like glory days i mean it could be again the trailer, um, the trailer doesn't give us much it, it tantalizes no. with like gameplay and then yeah cutting that in with the uh and the the thing with the cutscenes, I don't know if you call it cutscenes, but the other sequences with the old man are distinctly visually different as well. Like they seem yeah. very like boxed in, framed sort of set pieces. Whether the game itself is like full three D exploration, mm. so I don't know. I'm very curious about it though. The character model for the old man reminded me of um, Hello Neighbor. He had like a very oh, similar God. like facial expression, and I was like, "Ooh, oh, just another Hello Neighbor." <laughs> I was like, oh, jeez. Um, I read about that game the other day. I read, like, the story of, like, all those games. And I was like, whoa, this is dark. Um, yeah. But, yeah, yes. little, little, yeah, little devil inside. I, 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 if it's sort of like a, you know, old man sort of going through dream sequences and that's what you're playing, I'm keen to check that out. But until I know more about it, it, it was interesting. But, uh then we got NBA 2K21. We're oh, both. That? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say we're both definitely not basketball fans. I'm sorry, um, but yeah, it's out this year, so this spring. So, get excited. Yeah. This was the one that um, said fall 2020. Yes, yeah. Uh, next up, we got to see what the creators of Octodad are doing at the I moment. Didn't expect this at all, and, and it's just because, yeah. honestly. Until I saw the word Octodad, I think I'd just forgotten about Octodad. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Well, good for you, Karen. You can play that in the uh, bundle it for... It is in the bundle, yes. Racial justice and equality. So, um, just, again, found that out today as well. I was like, fuck, Octodad? I'm pretty sure I already own it on Steam, but um, from another bundle or something like that. But, yeah, the next game they're working on is called Bug Snacks. And Snacks is spelt with an X. Um. Joel said on this this was a trip to be watching this trailer this, at oh boy. like like 6:45 in the morning yeah just I don't know what's happening <laughs> this this trailer like starts you're like what is this and then it takes a turn you're like what is this and then it takes another turn and you're like fuck am I watching like, um I loved my my the main thing I took away from this trailer was the internet's immediate attachment to that little strawberry yep and like the yep. second this like I don't know what what called, this creature eats it, the Water entire incident was like no, yeah <laughs> strawberry. But then, but then, the Walrus Seal character is pretty adorable, even if they have a really bad accent. Like, it's it's not a great accent, but um, like because it's some it's someone clearly trying to do an Australian accent, right? Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. and they're doing their best. Again, my wife pointed this out. She's like, stop trying to be Steve Irwin. And I'm like, that's it. That's what they're doing. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I kind of... 
it seems to put a whole new meaning to the phrase you are what you eat yes yeah um because yeah when when this sort of character eats the strawberry she grows strawberries on her arm and then she's a burger and fries and she, her arm other arm turns into it's, fries it's a whole thing i don't for the life of me i'm blanking on what the character that runs into the shot says but i did laugh at the line yeah yeah it's like it's something like, to his like wiener hands like he's got like yeah oh, damn it yeah something like this? that it, it ends with them saying and they're burning down the town again or something like that yeah and they're like, burning down the town and she's like fine. oh not again yeah and then like i got a chuckle you, out of me then you get the title of like bug snacks and then it like goes to like night time and then all these little bugs because the whole idea is like there's this island with these things called bug snacks which are bugs that are food like they're anthropomorphic food items that are little bugs um, but then there's this shot of like all these little different food item bug things coming together to form this weird thing. And then it runs at the camera and then that's it. I was like, what did I just watch for the last like three minutes? Like it, it, it was a trip and to happen this late and, <laughs> and how quickly the, the stream whips us back into normal after this. I was just like, hang on. I need a second after that. I, what did I watch? Uh, you don't get a second though, Karen. You don't get time to breathe. You, you've, you've. It's straight, straight you know, into the... Uh, do you know who? what I get? I get Shuhei Yoshida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. MVP. Good old Shu. Good old Shu. Bring in the goods. Bring in the goods with the long-rumoured and... It's uh, the worst-kept secret of the Of course, yeah. Uh, which is the uh, Demon Souls remaster from Bluepoint Studios. Uh, I played a little bit of Demon Souls back in the day. I forgot. I always say that Bloodborne was my first Souls game. I did dabble a little bit in Demon Souls. A so, lot of people forget Demon Souls. Yeah, I mean, I, I did play very little of it because I bounced out pretty hard. My not, not pretty hard, but Demon Souls memory was renting it from a video store back when they existed. Still, mm-hmm. that's that's how long ago that was. Yep. Uh getting incredibly mad and frustrated at it and giving up. Yep. I didn't come back to it until probably after even I think Dark Souls two. Right. And that's by that point obviously I was two souls games in so I'm like okay I get it. Yeah. This game so, is still uh, hard and clearly hates me but I get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I'm I mean I I never went back to it after I bounced out of it. Like I think I I definitely keen to check this out maybe. I'm so excited to see this game traumatize a whole new generation of people. Yeah. Because I mean, it says remaster, so I assume a lot of the stuff this game has will be keep it kept intact. I do wonder how much they'll, if they'll tweak anything, because I think I was reading before it comes, it's going to come with like, a, it'll be, there's two game modes, one that prioritizes frame rate or performance, and one that prioritizes oh. the visuals, I think, but okay. yeah, that should be interesting, and I do wonder, there's, man, Demon's Souls has so many mechanics that are just weird like there's the t- world tendency system where your actions can like like lighten or darken the world tendency which then can spawn different events and enemies and npcs and it's just i wonder how much more manageable that'll all be and don't forget that when you see you the silent chief you leave him alone joel leave him alone sure he's not a good person i'm just putting that out there um, so he's not a good person but I have to leave him. Al- okay. All right. I, I see what you're saying. Um, just leave him bad. Leave him. When, when you see him, just be like, right. see a yurt. 
Just bye. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, awesome. I mean, yeah, like, it, <laughs> yeah, it does look gorgeous. Uh, and like there, you said, it's been probably the worst so kept sh- secret in the industry. <laughs> yeah, so many screenshots, and it's just like the glow up from like the original of this game is insane. I just poor. Yeah, I remember on. looking. I remember playing like yeah on PS3, and I was just like, I get it. But like, I think back on my memories of that, and I'm like, oh. even at the time, it was very rough looking. Like, yeah, it's crazy yeah. to me to think that that's where this all started, and I'm glad it's getting another chance, another shot. Yeah, that's good, and I, especially in a in a landscape where quote unquote souls like games are everywhere, and people are playing them, and people are loving them, and people are willing to give them a go. Um, I think it, 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 this could be like a, a a breathe some new life into that game and introduce it, like you said, to a whole new audience. Um, next up is probably one of, if not my favorite trailer from this presentation, just because like it got me with the style. It like was present, like presented like a, like a grindhouse film trailer. Uh, but we got another look at Deathloop from, uh, Arcane Lion. And this is looking pretty good, Kyron. I said to you earlier after the presentation, that I went into this Firmly, I mean, I didn't think we'd see them both, but I went into this yeah. being like, no, Ghostwire Tokyo looks amazing. Deathloop, I need to be convinced of. And I came out the other end, like, I'm still, I'm convinced on Ghostwire Tokyo, but I'm super convinced and super in on Deathloop. It looks so much fun. Oh, yeah. It looks super fun. It looks like, like it's taking it just the right amount of series. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and still be able to play with itself. Yeah. Like, you, you mentioned the Grindhouse stuff, and I love that this trailer just commits to it. Yep. And like with this like sixties like uh like almost spy thriller like assassin yeah I mean like it's it's got it all it's a great trailer it's like three and a half minutes long and it's just great I watched it again tonight and I was like Me too. oh my god it's, it's so good it's great because I I love Arcane and I remember very distinctly playing Dishonored. And I love to do stealth, non-lethal stuff in, in like mm-hmm. stealthy games like that. But every time I went lethal in that game or watched any of my friends go lethal, I'm like, man, that looks fun. Yeah. I just want to do yeah. that. And this game is that. Yeah. This game is but, just like, uh, hey, cut loose. There's a thing. So the basic setup for this is like, if you, it, uh, well, we knew going into this about what Deathloop it's is called kind Deathloop. of about. <laughs> it's called Deathloop. About this, uh, I, 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 the uh, a pair. It's a pair of assassins who who keep like killing each other on this weird island, and then waking up again on the beach and doing it all over again. Um, this sort of goes into a little bit more of it, whereas like there's, uh, there's like eight like gang leaders that, um, cult the uh, the the main character like one of the main characters, I guess, uh, is saying, like, I've got to take them down and then I'll be able to leave. I'm assuming um, this is their names here, right? I'm a Deathloop card. Yeah, I'm just looking at that. So Ramblin', Frank Spicer, Igor uh, Serling, Harriet Morse, Dr. Wenji Ank- uh, Evans, Charlie Montague, Fia Zobraska, and Alex the Wolf Dorsey. And I guess um, Juliana's the last one? Because it wasn't at eight? I'm guessing she's eight, or is there one up? I guess I don't know. We'll see. You know, not yeah, important. Yeah. I just like I, I love that title card. I love that it's got the names of the characters and yeah. 
it also says they're in association with the visionaries. So maybe that's what they're called, that that group of oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. people. Like, um, But yeah, like, so this this trailer focuses for the most part on cult, but then it, and showing like cult in action as well. Uh, but then it does switch to Jules at the end and shows it is possible to play as her as well. So again, still got questions about how this is all going to play out. Um, but I think, Again, as much as I, I I love the Spider-Man Miles Morales tagline with "Be greater, be yourself," I fucking love this tagline, which is "If at first you don't succeed, die, die again." And I'm like, yes, 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 yes. That sets it like the tone perfectly. Um, I I adore this trailer. I might even watch it again before I go to bed because it's a good trailer and the game looks really good. It's it's got great music. The gameplay looks fun. Uh, all like the the visual style elements to it as well, like the graphic design elements of it, perfect, love it. Um, yeah, I am I am in on this one. Um, oh, there it is. Here. The game features eight targets. The player has to kill before midnight. Yeah, and um, it, and one of the bits at the end of a trailer, it seemed like there was a clip where you were playing as Julianne, right? That's what I said. Yeah. So there's oh, okay. a part where it switches to like yeah, yeah, yeah. Jules is playable at some point. By the I, looks of things, I wonder if there'll be. I mean, maybe. I mean, probably not. But it would be cool if there was two paths. Yeah. If you could or, play, uh, I guess that would. I guess if if your if that main character is specifically trying to kill those eight, I don't know. What if the yeah. game has like a counter operative mode? Maybe. How um, cool would I, that be? It would be fun to be that to be just to be that jerk. <laughs> yeah, like that would be fun to like. Just squat up and be like, oh, all right, so I'm going to be cold. <laughs> all right, tonight, Kyron, I'm going to be cold. You be Jules. Fucking, let's go. Let's see how cool. far we can it'd get. Be a fun idea. And just, yeah, like that would be, because I, I, there's not much stuff like that at the moment. It's a, a lot of co-op stuff, which is great. I love that. But that's the kind of, this, and this definitely seems like it could lend itself to having a, a, some sort of game mode like that. We're, we're talking about this every week when we were, we were happily blasting away for some Perfect Dark. Oh, um, yeah. I dearly love that perfect dark has counter operative mode and i just think yes. it's a mode that more games could use like i Absolutely. guess in a way sort of like the souls games have invasions which could be similar to that but i just love the function of counter operative just like yeah like playing yeah. with a friend but one friend is trying to stop you from succeeding while you're but there's yeah. there's also the other one that springs to mind as well from like not super recent memory but is um like splinter cells spies versus mercs as well yeah yeah that's true as well that's another one that's like that was probably one of the last Ones that I really need, remember. We need more of it. I just think yeah. it's fun. And yeah, this would be cool if they did something like that. They probably won't, but you know, maybe down the track it could be something if they could add a game mode down the track. That'd be cool. Maybe a sequel. We'll see. Yeah, even. Um, Kyron, this is this is your this is your thing. So we got a we got some we got some horror coming up next. I went into this with a hope, right? <laughs> Yep. And the hope was dashed when I saw this trailer. But yep. as this trailer started up, I'm like, oh, well, there's always next time, I guess. Yeah. I hoped for Silent Hill. I got Resident Evil. Yep. I love Resident Evil. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I was hoping. Anyway, this trailer is, of course, for Resident Evil 8 Village. It, it didn't take long to figure out, I don't think, at least for me. I was just like, okay, this is Resident Evil. Like, clearly. Uh, yeah. It looks like 
it's so interesting because there's a lot of people I was watching react to this online pointed out the distinct similarities to the village from Resident Evil 4. Yep. I can see, <laughs> like, definitely. And, like, the rumors suggest that's the next remake in the pipeline. So mm-hmm. it's not terribly surprising. But uh, Resident Evil 8 Village sees the return of Ethan Winters, the main character from uh, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. It's set a few years after that game, and it's events transpire, I will say, because I think you should play Resident Evil 7. And this picks up with uh, Ethan and Mia living out their lives happily until an event happens involving a certain Resident Evil character. Mm-hmm. There's no point, you might as well just say it because yeah, you can watch the trailer. Yeah. Chris Redfield's back. He doesn't look like weird, not Chris Redfield that was in seven, and in fact looks more like the Chris Redfield we know from five and six. Big old brawny Chris. I think you can sort of see his cantaloupe arms, but we can hope they're maybe a bit smaller. <laughs> Hopefully, maybe, he's maybe slightly more punching boulders. <laughs> um, oh boy! But yeah, what this trailer really just gives us a snippet, lots of snippets of what to expect. We get a shot of a werewolf. There's a shot like hiding in a house of this old man. Then you both get ripped up through the ceiling. There's we get a shot inside what looks like a mansion of sorts with the witches that we've heard about because this game. So here's the thing. I'm kind of glad I stopped looking because <laughs> from what I could find out, there was a leak recently that basically was just like verbatim this trailer. Like, right. This okay. happens. Then this happens. Then this happens. And I'm, like, well, I'm glad I skipped that. But there seems to be witches. Occultism is going to be a focus of this game. So um, it, the, the the castle stuff reminded me, like, it, like it, the seeing the village stuff. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's kind of Resident Evil four ish. But then seeing like the like the mansion stuff reminded me of, like the castle stuff from Resident Evil four as well. Yeah. I'm like, okay, like mm. similar like interior design. Um, yeah, it's not impossible mm. that there could be a connection because this one does seem to be going back. Because as much as I love Resident Evil seven, it definitely is, and this isn't a terrible thing by the way i don't think you have to be beholden to the to the past of a series but there wasn't much resident evil in it no like you could there were things you could connect yourself and there's like a picture of the spencer mansion in the arclay mountains and stuff on the wall but really it, it sort of was its own thing and this one is i'm not sure if it's intentionally reacting to that but there's obviously chris is here so that's a big resident evil nod and on there's a crest or like a little sigil that's got a bunch of symbols on it, and in the center is the umbrella logo. Yes. So umbrella, obviously, <laughs> funnily enough, umbrella has been gone since the since in between three and four. We we never see it happen, but it just happens. It was gone. Yeah. Uh, but some they back in some capacity or at least like a facility that belongs to umbrella, and there's this interesting weird crest thing that they're showing pretty predominantly. That's got like the ring. And the fetus, I guess, inside of it. Yeah. And the wings and then the, the branches around it. Capcom maintains that that is important and they debated whether they should show it in the trailer, but ultimately decided to do it. I don't know what it is or what it means, but I'm sure some Resident Evil super fan is already cracking the code as we speak, or this could be another dummy finger. Who knows? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's true. I was going to say, Karen, I was going to say, Karen, if you have no idea about it, then I've got. Fuck all idea. Like I, I am. I was like, maybe that's maybe that's the perspective we need, Joel. You can crack yeah, it. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, but yeah, a dumb, a dumb idiot's luck. Yeah. Um. Um. So the game is tentatively slated for twenty twenty one, uh, and the trailer ends with a very 
intriguing snippet of Chris Redfield apologizing to Ethan, who was the player character, before he shoots a body on the floor. If you want to know who the body is, it's pretty easy to find out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does set um, an interesting tone for what this game could be. Can I just say that, like, not only does he shoot the body on the floor, he, like, unloads a clip into he, this body. He makes sure. It I, it got one of those those awkward, like, oh, for me, like, laughs. It's like, what? That's, yeah, a, it's, that's a bit much. Chris, calm down. Chris Redfield, hero of a Resident Evil series. Well, I guess <laughs> hero mostly from from BSS, BSAA, Resident Evil 1, and and 5 with his cantaloupe arms, and 6 with his cantaloupe arms. <laughs> uh, so whatever that's about, we don't know, but it is interesting to note this trailer starts off with, uh, I can't remember the exact wordage, but it's like his story ends here, or something like that. Yeah could refer to chris seems pretty on the nose don't really know but it's definitely enough of a hook with that at the start and that at the end and obviously just my general interest in the direction that resident evil was going in but i'm just like mm-hmm. i'm in sign me up no mention of vr but i guess also sony hasn't said anything yet so we don't know if this will have the same sort of VR compatibility that seven had but also that might be why it's coming later in 2021 i guess we'll see yeah that's a good point but, uh, yeah resident uh, evil 8 uh it lived so that Silent Hill would had to it had to step even if Silent Hill was going to be here, you don't have them both. And we got Resi Eight, and that's all we can say. Hopefully, Silent we, Hill's next time. I was going to say we can speculate about next time. So, I so. I, please do it. Just do there's it. I want there's to. lots of there's lots of things to speculate about next time, but we're focusing on the present right now. Uh, we saw uh, the next trailer was for something called Pragmata. Which or as everyone was... on the internet is calling it, is the new deep down? Deep down. Oh yeah, okay. Everyone cool. just suspects this thing will never come out. <laughs> I yeah, that's fair. Um, I was getting some Death Stranding vibes from it. I don't know. I got super of... Kojima vibes from this trailer. Yeah, like the 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 character is wearing like a like a space suit sort of thing, and it just reminded me of like the uh, Ludens, like logo, and I'm like, mm, cool, yeah, yeah. There's like a girl. I don't know what to say about this game. There, it's really weird. There's a part where like, the, is it, the is person another cat? in space. <laughs> there is another cat. The person turns into like a giant bouncy ball so it can bounce off this thing that's falling from the sky. No idea. It's weird. No idea. It's called Pragmata. Uh, Launching in 2022. Yeah, sure. Launching in 2022. Sure, it is. Cool. Um, I mean, like in terms of like, in terms of like, um. Showing off like the visual prowess of of PS Five, it does a pretty good job. There's some, you know, you can see some reflections in the puddles with oh, like, yeah. ray tracing. Look, it's pretty it cool. It looks nice, but it's just mm, absolutely. I don't quite know what it is like at all. <laughs> yeah, um, but Karen, speaking of things that look really nice, tell you this what, this next you, game, man. this next game looks real nice. I, I mean, you can appreciate how nice this looks though. Like, oh yeah, the trailer. Like, I, have, I watched it again in 4K tonight, and it melted my face. Like, it's fucking stunning. Um, we finally... A- another one of, like, the worst-kept secrets going around. Not quite as bad as maybe the other one, but, like, we kind of expected to see this here, and we did. Uh, it's the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn from Guerrilla Games. Um, it's called uh, Horizon 2... Uh, what's the tagline for it? Uh... Forbidden West. It's, I think it's just called Horizon Forbidden West. 
I swear in the trailer that we the just, logo okay, has a two right. in the to, middle. You can, you can watch the Easy Allies discuss this if you want. Okay. In the, right. in, the, in the logo treatment, there's definitely a two. But yeah. the, na- the name is just Horizon for, for Bin West. Which I'm fine with either way. Like, it I know. It's really just matter. weird. <laughs> mm. I um, think, I'm not sure if a two in the, in the logo is meant to sort of just be a visual only thing. But yeah, the name, the, they're only calling it Horizon Forbidden West. So sure, why not? Yep, that's fine. Um, I do love the fact that uh, Ashley Birch tweeted out, it's time to go West, baby. And I was like, yes, let's go. Um, I really loved Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I platinum that game. It's a really, like, really fun platinum to do. Um, and the game itself was great. I, I just really enjoyed that game. Um, I didn't play the DLC. I really should go back to that because I wouldn't mind playing that DLC. Um, but this game looks gorgeous. Like it's hard to deny that it's insane. The underwater stuff blew me away. That's the part that I was, if I was going to bring up any part of Australia, it was being underwater yeah, and just like looking up and seeing those giant robot crocodiles. That was probably the part where yeah. I was just like, "Whoa, okay, this is something um, you've got my attention." A couple of other cool moments from it as well was um, again underwater. You can see like the uh, like I think it's I don't know exactly what station it is, but like a San Francisco train station or something like that that's completely submerged underwater. Uh, and then the Golden Gate Boy, Bridge. Imagine watching vines. this trailer and not having played Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> Yeah, like, like yeah. Is that, is that a Golden Gate Bridge? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. That was one of the fun. Sorry, that was <laughs> one of the fun parts about playing Horizon Zero Dawn was like trying to figure out. It's like, where is this? Like, where? Mm. where and then when we? you find and out then, where, it's like for when, and you, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it's like, yeah, you find out when you're like, oh, oh, oh like, okay. It's yeah, that game is really really good. So well, I'm very much was, excited it, to. If I ever seem like I don't like Horizon Zero Dawn, what I will say is I love the, the the backstory. That world, the world building, the history, the sci-fi, like, really good. Yeah, really it's awesome. Good. It's awesome. Um, yeah, I'm I'm very, very excited. Um, it says here on this, again, on this Kotaku article as well, it says, Guerrilla employees then explained that Aloy was moving to a far future America that was ruined by massive storms and new massive machines. Because um, we did see a couple of new ones as well. There's like a giant, like, turtle-looking thing that, like, came up out of the ground. Giant elephants at the end. Yes. Um, and it looks like there's some sort of, like, rust sickness thing, which I think was present in, like, the corruption stuff in, in, in Zero Dawn. Uh, I mean, it was like definitely corruption, spreading. but I don't, I don't remember if it was rust. I, I, I'm just saying rust because that's what my mind goes. Cause it's like metal robots, rust, like, but, and it's like a ready rusty color. Um, I'm just drawing very, very, very like, it's been a while. So I don't quite remember. Yeah, man. If I ever get time, I would like to play through that again. It's a, a fucking Good fun luck. game. It's a fun game. Yeah. I'm not going to, um, <laughs> I barely got to. I barely went through like Left Behind this week, let alone playing through The Last of Us again completely. But oh well. Uh, and then it was time. It was time, Karen. People were wondering whether or not we we're going to see it or not. Whether or not it was going to show up. Will it? Will the console reveal itself? Uh, and the answer is yes, it will. Uh, we got to have. We, we got to look at what the PlayStation Five looks like, and the PlayStation Five digital. 
So there's two different versions. I like, um, I saw a lot of people saying it and I just, I completely agree. I love that Sony was just like, you know what, Xbox, we're just going to announce our Lockhart. Like you can, you can mess around all you want, but guess what? Here we go. Disc version, discless version. It was a, it was a massive power play. Them just going, fuck you. We're doing it first. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. What, what are your thoughts, Karen? What are your thoughts on, on, on the PlayStation 5? I don't... Look, I've, I've gone on a bit of a roller coaster ride looking at this console. At yeah. first, I said to you in chat this morning, like, it straight up looks like one of those fake mock-ups that a fan would do, right? Yeah. It looks pretty ridiculous. But at the same time... At the same, just first and foremost, if this thing regardless of what it looks like, sounds nothing like my PS4, I'm in. Yeah, no, that's my fair. My PS4, like, I think everyone's PS4. Like, there are certain games where it's just like, if you try to play anything on this thing, it is a jet turbine. I was going to say, at least this thing looks more jet-like than it yeah, could true. potentially so take off. Would, so The sound would work. Uh, it, it sort of it fits. Um, also, buttons. Buttons are nice. There's buttons on it now, which is great. I, Good. My, I, the, it's gonna be le- uh, le- less. It's gonna be more difficult for my son to accidentally turn on the PlayStation and eject the disc and then play around with it. But to be fair, I think I think the more recent PS4 models had buttons. But yeah, the launch PS4s have like a super sensitive touch thing that even when it's just sitting on a flat surface, it can just be like, oh cool, beep beep beep, eject disc. It's like you weren't just doing like, anything. Surprise! Oh god, you were just damn. sitting still, and the PS4 was like, I I got touched. And I got excited, <laughs> and I spat a disc out. Um, so I was like confused because all the pictures in the actual conference, in the 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 um the video, were all it's standing upright, and I was like, oh, I just and yeah, I think that, was just, a, that would be a deal breaker for me as well. I have seen photos of it like it can lying lay down, down, and it can lay down as well horizontally. You can put the stand under the disc drive part, I think. Yeah, and horizontally, it looks nice. I actually quite like it. It does. Like I, it. I do, I do yeah. think it looks better. Um, it is also... Th- have you seen the size comparisons? Yeah, I have. It is, it is the, a tall the, the Series boy. X. It is, it's a big boy. Yeah, He's lanky. <laughs> he, is, he is lanky, that's for sure. Um, and also, as much as I wouldn't get the digital edition, because Australia, crap internet, that old chestnut... Um, it does look nicer than the one with the disk drive. The disk drive it looks does more sort symmetrical. Of, like yeah, yeah, the disk drive completely throws out the symmetry of the, of the design. Yeah, um, um, yeah. I do it's, think. Uh, I say it's cool uh, that there is a, di- a digital version, but obviously, I'll go. I'll still go with a disk one when I get it. I have to wonder, like, what do you think Sony? Not even Sony's pitch, like GameStops and EB's pitches are when they're like. Oh, so you want to sell a discless version? <laughs> you want us to sell a discless version of your? Well, that's interesting. Mm, cool. Guess we'll go fuck ourselves then. Yeah. <laughs> I guess um, we'll buy less of that one. Mm, thanks. Yeah. Cool. To be fair, I have I've, I have seen some interesting theories that like it's also a, a clever way to for Sony to sort of trick us into buying the disc version, right? Because. It'll probably shave like what fifty or a hundred bucks off of the tops, 
Mm-hmm. And once you're looking at that sort of price discrepancy, you're like, oh, if I just pay a hundred more dollars, I get a disc drive. Like I get yeah. a, like an ultra, like a 4K UHD. Like it's just like, I may as well do it, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, um, I mean, that's all speculation. We don't know a price or release date, so. Exactly, yeah. None of that got revealed either. Um, I, I must admit, like the, the, the disc drive does, like just the way it's aligned and it looks like it, it's shaped, it does make me nostalgic for like, Chonky Boy PS3, like... Uh, PS3. The old bread maker. Of the, oh, the original George Foreman. Oh, yeah, the George Foreman. Yep. Like the, the um, shiny finished one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that... That uh, that was a big boy. That was see, a heavy console. It was a chonker. Like, I re- that's... I remember I... Before Oof. I even owned a PS3, I borrowed a friend so I could play um, Metal Gear Solid 4. Yep. And I just remember lifting that thing up, and it was just ridiculous. It's like, like yeah, it was... Mm, yeah, it was, it was heavy. Like a, you need like a uh, pallet jack to move it. Um, <laughs> but we also got to nice. look at some of. Oh yeah, I was, I was going to say quickly. It is nice to yep. see. Um, we've got the USB port in the front. Is that a USB C specific connector in the front as well? I think so. Nice. I nice, believe nice, so. Nice. Yeah. So and somewhere, somewhere on this thing is it is the SD slot as well. Don't forget. Yeah, I think I saw it somewhere, but then it's maybe like, it was probably, just the it's buttons. Probably on the, it's probably on the back. I'm not yeah. looking for it too much, but it's there somewhere. Um, they also showed off some of the uh, accessories that are coming with it. Not coming with it, but like are available to complement it. Um, they obviously showed the the dual the dual sense again, which will come with it. But uh, there's a new 3D audio headset, uh, Pulse 3D wireless, uh, and a like Sony branded dual sense charging station and a HD camera. Don't uh, forget the little, ch- yeah, um, the, uh, the multimedia remote. I know all. the multimedia remote looks nice. It's a nice looking remote. Don't need it. I, I, my I'm TV, sure it's going to be way too much. <laughs> oh, for sure. And my TV remote already is like a magic. It's literally called a magic wand remote and it's the fucking best. Like, I can't go back to like a pleb remote now. I just, I just can't. I can, I can. It's, it's a, it's a pointer, and I can do st- anyway. Um, yeah, cool. Um, and I think that's where things wrapped up. Yeah, that's basically yeah. they cut it off to that. Yeah. So, uh, what, what are your thoughts overall on the whole presentation? Uh, look, I said it earlier. I really appreciated and respected the variety. But at the same time, there wasn't super heaps of games in there that made me go, yeah, next gen, let's go. That's true. There's a couple. But at the same time, like, I also do... Because, I mean, I think a lot of that... Not to not to blame, but with a focus on indie games a lot as well. Like, they generally aren't going to blow you away for next gen stuff. But it was no. still nice to see them focused on, really. Like, exactly, it's so easy, yeah. like, on a new, big, expensive console to just go hard on all the AAA big budget games. It was nice to see the indies get a slice of that pie as well. I mean, Sony's done a pretty good, pretty good job this, this generation of like supporting indie devs and things like that. Um, better than they have in the past, I guess. Um, there's been a lot more presence of them and a lot more like presence of them in their marketing stuff, like these press conferences and things. I mean, that's sort of been the story of this generation, really. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. People, those companies sort of realized that, there is money to be made in these funny little indie games that, you know, you never know what one's going to be the next Stardew Valley or the next Minecraft or the next, 
oh god, I can't think of what it was. Celeste, <laughs> like the next you Celeste, know. You like never know, you know, something like that that uh, will just blow up and be on everyone's radar and get everyone excited. So, um, yeah, I thought that the the whole, the presentation was yeah pretty good. It was enjoyable. There were some fun like surprises in there. There was some stuff that we finally got to see that we were expecting. There were some omissions that you know we could get our tin tinfoil hats on and maybe, you know, go down that rabbit hole one day. But, um, yeah, overall, there was a lot of things in there that I was like, yes, that sounds pretty cool. I don't know if I'm sold yet. There's no real killer app for me yet. The closest so that's thing a tough is, thing, right? Yeah. The closest thing is the Miles Morales stuff, but the fact that that's going to be like an expansion... I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm very excited to one day play that. Um, I mean, I'm probably safe until Resi Eight at this point. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm safe for now. I think we'll see. Who knows depending what can happen? Depending on that now, Horizon man. release date. Yeah. Okay. That's the thing. Mm. And and whatever. Like if we're going, if we're following the man himself, Jeff Grubbs' summer game mess supposedly we should expect a state of play roughly around August. And yeah. the Resident Evil 8 website, again, this could be unrelated. This could be because of, I don't know, I think Gamescom opening night is also then as well. But the, the Resident Evil 8 website did mention that more information of the game would be coming in August. So okay. either so way, might... something's coming in August. <laughs> yeah, we might get to see something more. And there might yeah, be other Nick... things as well. Could be more surprises there, because this is obviously not everything. Because no. we still haven't seen Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Like we've seen that's the very well. I gameplay mean, trailer, which was like barely gameplay. Ubisoft thing that's in Fair July. July I think. Yeah, July thirteenth or fourteenth. Yeah. Um. Cool. Uh. Yeah, I think that's when we'll see that they'll blow out. Oh, massively yeah. in that, but um. Yeah, Should I mean, be- who knows? Xbox might do a new thing. Xbox is meant to have something in July as well, and also in August. So. They did say yeah, once a month though, so they maybe they just, they'll do like a smaller thing, and they might. Someone's gonna okay. Here's the thing: someone's gonna someone's gonna crack first because clearly there's like Sony and Microsoft is a staring at each other, going, "No, you go first. No, They're you playing go first. chicken. Yeah, absolutely. They're yeah. playing price chicken. Yeah, and, and the rest of us are out here just going, just fucking someone crack, please. Someone announce, so then the other person just, can just undercut you already. <laughs> Just put us out of our fucking misery. Yeah, like... Who do you think so announces can... first? I think Microsoft do. Me too. I think Microsoft do. Um, I, think, I think Sony just knows they don't have to until, like, the last minute. Microsoft clearly are, like... Well, like they've, they've been trying to take the high road for, like, this entire generation because it's like, right, we fucked up. All right, cool. Let's take a step back. Let's come up. We're just we're just the cool guys now. You know, we're coming out here. We're talking yeah, we're, to you. The cool guys. They're, they're the school counselor that flips the chair around and sits on it backwards and like leans over the top. It's like, hey guys, how you doing? Like, I could see Phil here's Spencer game doing pass. that. Yeah, exactly. Here's Game Pass. You know, do you like us now? It's like here's Game Pass. Oh yeah, I don't know. It's like, what if we give it to you for like three months for a dollar? Like, oh, uh, I don't know. I guess. What if we say that guaranteed you get all the Xbox exclusives on it? I mean, I guess. Like, yeah. why would I say no to that? Um, it's just like, yep, yeah, I, okay, cool. I'll play Forza Horizon Four. Played a lot of that game. Didn't didn't cost me that much to play it. 
Like, exactly. If you count the times that I played it in those months, yeah. Yeah, I I totally also think that Microsoft will will crack first. Well, not necessarily crack first. I think they want to. They're just really curious in those prices. Like I think they'll announce first, but just really curious. Yeah, I think. I definitely this, think they they're gonna they're gonna crack first. Yeah, the interesting thing to consider is they're also. I mean, we're not taking different paths, but Microsoft is still willing to focus on the cross-generational stuff. Yes. Uh, whereas Sony, I think it was last week or the week before, was just like, hey, uh, PS5, like our first-party PS5 games, no PS4 for you. It's just like, whoa, all right. Sony is willing to be the guys to be like, nope, new generation. Yeah. And I kind of respect that in a way because yeah, it's going to get us to a point quicker where the next-gen stuff looks like next-gen exactly yeah it's it's instead of just letting it slowly die out and just sort of like you know shuffling off in their in their sleep um yeah they're just sort of cutting the cord straight away just being like nope you want to play these games you need a ps5 and yeah, yeah you're right it, it it's slightly commendable for them to do that but also oh. i can see the concerns like it's rough a bit and there will be third parties that stick to the last gen but I mean, even in this presentation, it does look like Resident Evil 8 is next-gen only at this point. Like, it looks like yeah. it's not coming to old consoles. Um, so, yeah, well, I mean, there's the other point to bring out of this as well is that a lot of these games are, like, timed console exclusive and also Yeah, I was kind of... I was shocked when I saw that both Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo are. Mm, yeah. Ooh, um, it, it also makes a lot more sense now as to why Bethesda decided not to do their digital event because this yeah. is clearly all they had and they were like fuck it give it to sony like we've made a deal with sony let's just let them do it but how, um, it's so crazy to me but like for two Bethesda games that we've got coming up just sony just money had both of them mm-hmm. yep Bethesda actually has nothing do they they actually they, have nothing until starfield the, yeah which is like years away, years away. <laughs> like and light, and elder scroll y- six is years and years away some would say Light years away. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah. Space I joke. Um, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, that, that was my thought too, where I saw like both, yeah, a death loop and ghost wire, like within like a few trailers apart. I was just like, oh, cool. So this is Bethesda's uh, press conference here. This was what they yeah, were going like, to be doing. Like, it would have been nice to get some gameplay impressions from those games, but, uh, I mean, they, they probably, I'm excited they, for both of them. Yeah. If they had, like done like the full event thing Bethesda they would have probably talked about the Doom Eternal DLC story DLC and that's yeah that's there's still it, time actually. man there's a PC gaming show coming up actually that's where that might show up good point we'll All see right. I guess yeah <laughs> um well it's on not that, over yet on that note you got any final things you want to you want to bring up about the the Sony event I just want Silent Hill <laughs> No, like, honestly, I was really happy. If nothing else, I got Resident Evil 8, a Demon Souls remaster, and the... Oh, God. Forgetting to say... Bridge of Spirits. Um, Kina? Kina. Yeah. Kina, yeah. yeah. That game totally surprised me. Just excited. Yeah, I mean, like, seeing Horizon uh, for- Forbidden West... I forgot the name of it already. It was Forbidden West. Forbidden West? I got it. Yes. Cool. Trust my instincts. Um, Getting to see that finally and just seeing how absolutely stunning it is. Um, Seeing Miles Morales in general was 
fucking awesome. It was cool. Uh, and then like little things like the um, uh, goodbye uh, volcano, uh, goodbye volcano high, and uh, the car crash game. I can't remember what it's called over here. My brain's falling out of my ears right now. Um, and I also, mean, well, I was awake at six a.m., so it's been a long day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and Deathloop as well. Like Deathloop looks. Oh yeah, Deathloop. Fucking great. So good. I think that might be my standout trailer. I think just it. It did exactly what it needed to do, which is like, I may not know exactly fully what this game's going to be, but I'm sold. Like, I'm in. I mean, yeah. at least check this out. Um, For sure. But I think that's an episode, Karen. I think it is. Take uh, us on home. I will. Thank you for joining us for this week episode. This, I guess I shouldn't say this week's episode because we don't quite know how this weekend's going to work. Yeah, who knows? We yeah. So thanks for joining us for this episode of the Dialogue Options podcast. We hope you enjoyed it as we rambled about basically everything in the PlayStation 5 reveal live stream. Uh, if you want to keep up with us on the social medias, feel free to follow us on either Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, where we are just Dialogue Options. As for our individual accounts, you can find me on Twitter where I am at LemonManX, and I until this point haven't checked what I've been recently tweeting, so let's quickly just open up Google Chrome and real professionally <laughs> hit Twitter home. Yep, nicely. And I think nicely it was done. it was probably PS5 related. Uh it was actually a retweet of the uh the actor portraying Miles Morales in who's been doing it since he did Spider-Man, he did Ultimate Alliance 3, and voice work in the Spider-Man cartoon, and that is Nadi, Nad, oh no, Naji Jeta. I probably butchered that. I'm so sorry, dude. But <laughs> you're killing it. Like you're doing good work. I yeah, love it. Yeah, that's Miles my most is... recent tweet. <sighs> Fucking love. Uh, where can I find you, Joel? Uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac. Uh, where the last thing I retweeted, well, the last thing I retweeted was actually Barrett Courtney from from uh, Kind of Funny, tweeting about like this was before the presentation. Obviously, it was just like he said, "What I really want tomorrow." is the entire PS5 presentation taking place in a new-looking console homepage with the games about to be shown grayed out like Nintendo Directs, and at the end, it zooms out to show it on a TV, confirming that it's the PS5 UI and revealing the box. Hey, I was like, we, that would have been fucking cool. We got a sneaky peek. We did, and that was interesting. I thought that was actually going to happen, and I was like, wow, Barrett's on the money here, but mm. yeah, not quite. Um, but the, the thing I retweeted before that is the fucking amazing videos. Someone just like my entire timeline right now. And it's just like a video of like all these people like dancing and like cutting between shots of people dancing. But someone's like superimposed all the characters from Persona 4's heads over it. And it's just playing like, it's playing one of the, the, the songs from Persona 4. I can't remember exactly which one. <laughs> I don't want to play it now because it's just going to come through. Um, but yeah, did you say that? Was there one where everyone's dancing? Yeah. Yeah. The one where was... But one was just like, this is my timeline right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's, yeah. I think I, um, I, I fucking yeah, love it. <laughs> I mean, hey, we'll, we'll, we might be talking about Persona 4 soon. We'll see. Exactly. Cool. That's all I've been tweeting. Right, well, in that case, I'll let this outro see us out, and we'll catch you guys probably really soon. See ya. Bye.
Dialogue Options Podcast.